Hey, 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 welcome to the Land of Enlightenment podcast. I am your host, Oscar Duran. Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, yeah, all, all over the place these days. I, I had a previous guest, uh, Colin Troy, also known as Fugitive Moods, uh, come on or reach out regarding his uh, upcoming album. Uh, his single is actually out today, October 22nd. So if you're listening to this, go check it out, fugitivemoods.com. Um, get the access to the first single. Uh, you'll also be able to get uh, get a pre-order for uh, the vinyl as well. But he's been on the show before. Talented individual. Um, honestly, I've never bet, met a person that's more humble uh, and just a good, good person. So... Um, he came on the show and talked about his process, his new album. Uh, we talked a little bit about creativity, what gets us there, and and uh, what keeps us going, right? So um, overall, it was really good to have him back on. We discussed, the again, the album, his music. It's really good. I've taken a listen. I got some access to it. So um, you all should definitely go check it out. Uh Remember, I guess, that I love you guys and that that there's nothing that you can do about it. Bye. All right, man. Thanks so much for coming back on the show in this case. How's uh how's life? How's everything going? It is fantastic. Uh I am I am currently <laughs> remote recording uh in uh Odosi, Costa Rica, believe okay. it or not. Yeah, um, well, but... I believe it. It looks pretty back there, man. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, everything's great. You know, just, uh, mm-hmm. been working for the last five years on this album. Mm-hmm. I think we may have touched on some yeah. hints of the project the last time we talked, but it, it yeah. finally came together and, and life is good. It was a, a big step to actually start to share it. Okay. Um, yeah. And- I, I took a listen. I, I, I love your, I mean, you're talented for one. Right. And I think, <laughs> and I've no, I, I knew this about you before even listening to this, this, uh, at least the single, but, um, you know, I think this is, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it shows the, the quality the work, the passion behind it. I appreciate you saying that. I, and I mean, yeah. I, I, it does mean a lot. It took me a long time to get to it. So I've been working on this album for five years. Yeah. Uh, that's a while. Yeah. And I mean, but you know, it's, it's, it was part of a bigger process. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I guess maybe a little context for the listeners is I'm a, uh, you know, music veteran been doing writing, recording, producing, and releasing music for a long time for over 20 years. And, yeah. and um, uh, I, uh, this isn't my actual first solo project. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, also, you, you you're introducing yourself already but full name and then what else what other projects have you had yeah so um this is this project is fugitive moods uh and mm-hmm. you know um obviously i'm i'm colin troy uh de la rue <laughs> um and i'm the singer songwriter producer of the project and, mm-hmm. and fugitive moods is the is the name i'm going by these days um and yeah the the I mean, it, so part of the reason that it took so long to get around to, I think Mm -hmm. is interesting just because it's not that the technical needs or the production complexity or something um, 
makes a project take longer. It's just that, yeah. that it really was initiated uh, after a really um, difficult period in my life where the, mm -hmm. the trajectory of my music career that I had in the past changed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of those, well, all of that momentum stopped and I had an upheaval in my personal life mm -hmm. um, unexpectedly. And I was at a really kind of low point in, um, in life, the lowest, honestly, if I'm, if I'm being completely honest and really I could only take that journey on my own. And so any collaboration or any work that I was to do with other people just wasn't going to happen anymore. Um, it was just a path I had to walk myself. And so music was a big part of the process of, of understanding my new life as a single parent, my mm -hmm. the end of my, my, my former um, collaboration and career. And so little by little things were coming together. Yeah. And, uh, and I almost released some stuff a couple of years ago. Uh, and I'm glad I didn't because, because just that, that bit yeah. more time and that bit more maturing and a little bit more healing really allowed the project to develop in a way that I'm, I couldn't be, I couldn't be more grateful for. That's, you know, you touched on a lot of really, really great stuff there, especially around the process, right? The creative process. So, and I think I might've touched on this before. I've touched on it with like a ton of um, artists in general. And sometimes I feel, I mean, there's good art regardless, but that that turmoil and even kind of like the healing which is in itself kind of like a breaking apart of oneself to to heal is uh, a big contributor to i would say i hesitate to say it but i will good art <laughs> right how much of that do you i mean would you would you say that's true for you and did that contribute Absolutely. here? Okay, that did. Yeah, okay. I think I, I mean, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. And I, I don't think uh, it's a great mystery that uh, good art really comes from not necessarily always dark places. Sometimes it's hopeful. Sometimes it's it's mm -hmm. it's looking toward a brighter future sometimes. But, uh, you know, it's it, it can be often steeped in suffering. And I think that there's mm -hmm. a an mm -hmm. interesting thing to be said there in clarity um, because I think sometimes that gets romanticized a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like the tortured, the tortured soul and the, and, and that certainly is true. There's a lot of. Lukaki-esque um, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, there's yeah. a lot of great work that comes from very tortured people. Um, but that's yeah. not, just, that's not the totality of great art. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and I think that the, the important thing that I think this project helps to articulate for me is that that suffering, it's not like something special or something radically devastating. We all will experience suffering. Thus, yeah. we all have the capacity to be able to kind of process that mm -hmm. experience through creative um, work. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like, oh, you know, you, you know, one must live some kind of tortured life. To, to have access to that. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. But but for me, it, it certainly came at a, a pretty tortured point. Uh, <laughs> if, if we're, if we're honest, um, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I would, I would, you know, uh, spare the listeners, the details, but oh. suffice to say it was like a, re a real low. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the the project for me really represents this transformation, you know, and oh, okay. um, and I hope that people can hear it in the work too. That there there's a real sincerity, mm-hmm. uh, a desire mm-hmm. to to communicate not only just my personal experience, but an empathy for um, others' experiences, mm-hmm. um, good, bad, uh, uh, others suffering and others, um, uh, successes, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's something that I think people can identify with. I think that's, uh, <laughs> in, in my darker days, which, you know, um, I tend to feel or think or believe even that that's part of the human condition. So whenever somebody can kind of hear that spoken, whether it's through art or conversation or music, it makes it much more relatable, right? Yeah. And it makes it much more real. Um, how much of you would you say you've really kind of put into this album? Like you, right? Not Colin <laughs> himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's it's an easy answer. It's, it's everything. You okay. Know? It's, yeah. It's not, there's no piece of me left out of that. And I would say it's not necessarily in the content, you know, it's not mm. songs specifically about things or events that happen in my life. It's not some yeah. memoir or something. Sure. But every aspect of my creativity, my creative powers, my technical know-how, my spirit, mm-hmm. my soul is put into it. And mm-hmm. that I don't say that uh, with any hyperbole. Um, it's, I think, it, it being able to do that in and of itself is a skill or, mm-hmm. or something learned with experience. You know, it's not, it doesn't come easy. Um, and that's oh, yeah. where yeah. for, you know, really, I, I feel like this album represents the best that I have to offer over, over 20 plus years of commitment to that craft. So mm-hmm. I really, um, yeah, I, I confidently say I put everything into it. Okay. All right. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's good. That's what we want as listeners, right? We want to hear the music and we want to identify with it, with it. but it's also, I mean, going back to like the, your, your talent, you, it's also, it sounds great, <laughs> right? That takes a lot of, it's not, you know, somebody can work really hard at, at becoming good at something. Um, but there, there has to be this, this like kind of level of, uh, a talent just natural talent that comes with it right do you qualify yourself as one of those people um well i think i think that no need to be humble (laughs) well there's there's certain aspects of natural talent i mean i do think i i early the way i got into music i didn't have any background Mm -hmm. or uh any traditional training in any way shape or form i got in through hip-hop through rapping Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. which um, you know, it's just not conventional. I mean, it's a little more common now that people do that, but yeah. I really didn't know the difference between a C chord and an F. Chord. I really didn't know anything about music, but what I did have was a sensibility of kind of the style that I wanted to create, even though uh-huh. I failed time and time and time again. <laughs> sure. um, I mean, you learn, right? But I had, a, I had a, an ear for, for mixing and matching samples, but uh-huh. I would say insofar as like natural talent is uh, involved, it's, I think so much more of it has to do with work and dedication. You know, it's, it's, it's the hours Mm. put in natural talent can only take you so far. I think 
more often than not, it's going to be the work ethic. And I think Mm -hmm. we may have touched on this in our last conversation. It's just that, you know, that, that, Mm -hmm. um, that drive. And it's not like some obsession. It's just a commitment to what you're doing. I mean, for anybody to do anything for over 20 years, says something about their commitment to that. And I think it's just that, that dedication. Um, Mm -hmm. And ultimately for this record, you know, I kind of always knew what was possible, even when I sucked at making music. Mm. Um, And through that experience and through that fail and through those failures, I've been able to, to tap into a certain focus and vision, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which, which I was able to express in this record for myself and hopefully others will be able to, um, to hear that. Yeah. I mean, you say you, you even when you sucked, right? <laughs> like, and I did, still might, I'm not, I, that's up for you to decide. Well, I, I don't think that's the case, but like, did you know that then? That I sucked? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay. No, and then, well, think, no, you didn't. So like, so the, the, <laughs> the ignorance to that kept you going. Yeah, that, that's why I'm so acutely aware that I may still be such a fool to have convinced myself that this record is good. Um, no, I, I mean, I think that, yeah, it's it's there is some, you know, cognitive dissonance or something that goes on mm. or, you know, or I don't sure. know. But you, you I think as a creative person, though, you're always orbiting around that emotional core or what mm-hmm. you're trying to access, because I think in music or any other um any other art form Mm -hmm. there's this um the the reason that it's important is that we're trying to communicate things that are otherwise difficult to communicate emotions Mm -hmm. don't Mm -hmm. make words easily um you know experiences don't don't you know that they're there's they're difficult to understand sometimes and as artists we we try to express that in a way that maybe makes more sense Mm -hmm. um and so, yeah, I think um, I think there is a certain foolishness, maybe, that one has. Certainly, I did, that allows them to carry on for such a long time. Um, yeah, I mean, there has to. I mean, there has. I feel like there. You said there's. It's not obsessive, but there is this obsession with like picking a picking something that you're passionate about or whatever, and just doing it. Right. Yeah. And just doing it for a long time. Not even that you're comp- competing with somebody else. You're competing with yourself. Right. Because you, you're just like, I know I could do this. Yeah. 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 And, and ultimately, uh, I mean, I think one, uh, one characteristic that a lot of people who do commit themselves to, to, to any, any particular endeavor, you know, it doesn't necessarily yeah. need to be creative kind of is their own, worst critic, you know, and aspiring mm-hmm. to that, that level that they know is possible, but, you know, may, may be, uh, maybe it always needs to be beyond reach a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, or else you'd, you'd suck and you'd be, <laughs> or, or you'd Full convince circle. yourself that it's, it's amazing, which I might be doing. I'm not sure. No, um, no. I, you know, there's a <laughs> level of humility that you have. And I think, you know, it's, um, I think you, you, again, I'll say it again. And maybe you're fishing here. I don't know, but you're talented. I, I um, am fishing. I, I know I am fishing. <laughs> and you said it sounded good. And I was fishing for an opportunity to big up 
um, a really important collaborator in terms of just the mm -hmm. sound and the sonic yeah. space. Yeah. Um, even though I wrote and produced and, and recorded all the music myself, um, there's one individual who must take credit for that sound, mm -hmm. uh, just the, the quality of audio. I mean, obviously a lot goes into mixing and production, et cetera, but yeah. Travis Hill at um, InPhase Productions in town did the mastering for the record. And I've been so lucky to, to encounter a couple really mm -hmm. key uh, collaborators that added these extra special ingredients mm -hmm. uh, that just put, in my opinion, this record over the top for me. Um, That's good. And yeah. Travis is one of those. Uh, and when you listen to it in earbuds or or on your laptop or in a great system, it sounds fantastic. And yeah. that's uh, yeah. that's something I couldn't have done on my own. For yeah, sure. I mean, it takes a it takes a village, right? So that's really good. I was I was under the impression that there weren't very good places to record here. <laughs> Well, so I did all the recording myself in my home studio. And if okay. people have a have a, a peek at my Instagram, they'll see some little beat videos and get to see the home mm -hmm. studio. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think we were touching on even just process stuff. And, and that's something that I think means a lot to me in this in this for this record is that the the vision or aspiration for what you want to create from a technical standpoint, mm -hmm. right? Not just the expressive creative part, but you know, there are techniques involved and craft involved and mm -hmm. tools involved in that process. Um, although they've come a long way in recent years in terms of what you have at your disposal in a home studio, it's still really limiting. And I don't have the resources to go into, into big studios and produce the kinds of records yeah. Um, you yeah. know, that, that, that I would like to, I have to be resourceful. I have to use what tools I have at my disposal. And I'm really proud to say that that record was written, mm -hmm. produced and recorded in my home mm -hmm. in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. And, um, and uh, yeah, I really stand by that. And, and uh, I, I, I feel that it's a, it's, uh, an, uh, an accomplishment that I'm really proud of in terms of how it was, yeah. how it was able to come together ultimately. Well, that's really good, man. You know, and I think knowing that, knowing that you're like an actual person just following kind of this dream, you know, and wanting it, you'll do what you need to and build it out in your own home or garage, right? Like yeah. I am, it, that's, you're not waiting for, for the studio to open up you know, you made your studio. And I think that's a very important kind of thing to highlight as well, especially for the quality that did kind of come out of this uh, from, from all this effort. Um, what are you doing down in Costa Rica? Uh, well, <laughs> kind of a left a, turn a, there. A bit of a story, um, yeah. which I will be happy to tell, but I, I, you said something that I wanted to touch on, okay. which covers a couple really, I think, interesting and important things about dreams. Um, uh -huh. and how those begin, how they evolve sure. and what they become. And, uh, for this album and that this will pertain to Costa Rica, I promise. Um, okay. for this album, um, I had to do a lot of soul searching for the content. I was yeah. completely having to repair and understand my life in a completely new way. I had to 
mm-hmm. you know, discover new aspects of myself, my own independence, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of things. So there was a, a deep emotional, um, you know, kind of essence to it all. And, and we were remarking on some of the decisions of release uh, and how to release the, the project. And, um, you know, I did a lot of soul searching. So not only was it there in terms of the kind of necessity of the catharsis of the, the creative part, but it also did inform the way that I approached releasing the record. And even though we're on the verge of these walls being publicly available as the first mm-hmm. single, my debut single, um, which will be available worldwide on all streaming, blah, blah. Um, uh, it's yeah. Not, the time of this recording. Yeah. I have it up right now. So yeah. Not only is it, is it that, but yeah. you know, I had to really evaluate what I wanted, you know, for so long I was seeking, um, you know, to uh, just different things in my experience with music. And, and when hmm. I had to, approach this project and really think about releasing it. And what was important to me, one of the things that came up was having my music on vinyl. And just because my experience sampling records as being the beginning of my kind of musical adventure Mm -hmm. um, and the worlds that those vinyl records exposed to me and how valuable that was and how much it transformed me, I just really wanted to participate in that format and that legacy of that format. And so when I evaluated what was important, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't prioritize streams on Spotify, even though you can stream it there. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't prioritize that. I, I really yeah. said, you know what, I, this is what I want. This is my dream. I, I really, yeah. it's not an embellishment. And so instead of trying to make the biggest splash I could with the album or just try to, con- to be on the magazine covers or be, you know, mm-hmm. this person or that mm-hmm. person. I decided that to really make that dream come true, that I would really connect personally with people that had been fans of my music or knew me personally. And mm-hmm. so I engaged in a pre-order campaign for a limited edition vinyl run, um, which is still going where I'm running out of yeah. things now and it's gone beyond close people and it's yeah. public now, yeah. but and, and I was able to get enough sold to put the record into production. So it's currently in production. Only a hundred will ever exist. That's all I needed. I didn't need a hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred of those vinyl records to me is worth 10 million streams. Like I will, mm. that's a legacy that I'll get to keep something. I you agree know. with you. Yeah. And so coming to Costa Rica, you know, I, I think I have a good model for, for like how to dream and uh, part of the reason that I'm here now is um, I'm actually joined by my mother who's, well, I can see her in the other room. She's staring at me, uh, wondering what I'm about to say. I'm but mom. no, you know, we, we actually <laughs> came here for, to celebrate her 71st birthday. And after, um, you know, raising me as a single mom uh-huh. and uh, pursuing, getting her degree in medical school in her 50s mm-hmm. uh, and then retiring, she, we're here and we visited uh, Universidad para la Paz in Ciudad Colón. And mm-hmm. she's considering a master's degree and moving down here after <laughs> that visit. So we That's came great. for that and, um, and to celebrate her life, her mm-hmm. birthday. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe I can squeeze in a little celebration of my own life in there too. But <laughs> that's why we're here. 
Well, happy birthday to your mom. Uh, that so, I mean, this is this is all good, you know. And I'm glad you're down there with family. Family is so important. You have you have a child yourself, and Dude. it's you have, oh, you have two. Yeah. Okay, you have two children. So I I feel that man. <laughs> you know, trying to you know being a good father and then working on your your passion. It's 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 hard. It's difficult, but you're doing it right. So it's not nothing. Uh, and I like the idea of the vinyl. I mean, at any concert I go to, I buy the vinyl myself. Oh, really? It's yeah. Instead of getting a t-shirt, you know, I get like, I get the vinyl. And for me, it's, I think it's such a, I, I remember it. And I think I find it so interesting that we went full circle right back to it. Right. I have a lot of thoughts about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't get as easily scratched. It's um, there's the ritual behind it. I'm a record player right here. You know, I like placing it on, flipping it, the whole thing. Um, yeah. I mean, what what, you, what were you thinking about that? Well, I mean, I've just I've been I've been a vinyl fiend since the late '90s, like when it wasn't in vogue. You know, when yeah. I mean, I have thousands of records in my collection and. Mm -hmm. Uh, many of which I got for free because mm. people were giving mm. it away then. I mean, you could literally get <laughs> crates of vinyl and people are just like, here, I don't want to lug this around. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, and that's what really gave me my music education was a lot yeah. of those records, anything from like Broadway show tunes to jazz mm -hmm. and rock and roll, which I didn't really know anything about. I knew what was on the radio and hip hop basically. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. vinyl taught me all of that. Like, you know, esoteric i don't know nepalese chanting you'd find on these weird vinyls in <laughs> they have the all of it yeah thrift stores right uh -huh. zen meditation record which vinyl collectors out there will know this purple record you saw it everywhere back then um and yeah, I've, I've seen uh, a few a few <laughs> yeah um so you know uh that's a big part of the the format is just that that kind of personal emotional musical experience but also yeah. there's something really I, I mean i think a lot about value in the world like what value mm. you're creating and not just value in terms of the kind of money you can obtain mm. but the kind of value that you create and it's my belief that music is one of the most valuable things that we have as human beings and mm. we're only kind of new to recorded music in a lot of ways and yeah. this this infinite flow of new music through mm -hmm. our ear holes literally right next to it in earbuds through mm -hmm. streaming albeit great and there's so much new music getting created that's wonderful i'm part of that but yeah it's it it disassociates the listener from the value of the music yeah i agree and so the vinyl yeah. when you when you spend money on a vinyl and i'm not it's not just the money it's like the investment into the artist the analog thing, it creates more value in that experience. It connects you deeper to the music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in addition to all of that, it's analog. So quite literally in a thousand years, if somebody were to find a record and could put a needle and figure out how to play that thing, yeah. it will make noise. Mm -hmm. Like it's not a CD that requires all this other infrastructure for it. the record itself with a Is little music. horn on it, yeah. will make noise. And oh. that just, it's its so magical it's, to me. It's wild, I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I love that too. It, it, it will, and like you say, legacy, it will exist. It exists. It'll exist out in the world. 
and yes. it'll be whether somebody keeps it or they give it away in crates to somebody else, it will exist forever. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. what's, you know, in, in the, the Voyager, right. There's a, mm-hmm. a gold record still spinning like Pluto <laughs> right now. Like talk yeah. about legacy. Like, yeah, I wanna, I wanna that's do true. That. That's pretty cool, man. That's awesome. I mean, I wish I could knock out podcasts on, on, <laughs> no, but uh, it's, it's, I don't think it works that way. I mean, they used to do comedy on vinyl. So I, I guess there, there's always room for that. You uh, know, I love that you planted that seed. I'll think about that. We'll circle back around. If 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 a light bulb goes off, well, I'll hit you up. <laughs> I mean, I got the I got the equipment, so let's do it. Um, but yeah, you know, I think I, I'm curious. What exactly? What was your favorite part about this album? Like making it, and. Is there uh is there a song that you just really connect with? Yeah. Um, so there's so many favorite things uh mm-hmm. that I could share. Um, I mean, it's you know, when I I'll tell a couple stories and I'm gonna try to squeeze in a couple uh nods to other important mm-hmm. um people that that helped with the record. Um, you know, when I when I've talked about the the kind of emotional experience of the, of the record. Mm -hmm. And when I got around to actually releasing it, you know, it's, it's a big decision that you have to make to share it because Mm -hmm. you, you expose yourself, you're vulnerable and, and, you know, you're, you're leaving it out there to get judged, which is hard when it's personal, you know, I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not making music for people to consume readily or easily. You know, I've Mm -hmm. talked about that value. I want people to, feel it, understand it, understand me on some level. Um, and, you know, uh, when I f- sold the first vinyl, when I, and I sold it to my friend's brother, Miguel. So shout out Miguel, if you're listening, because <laughs> he kept saying, he was, he was like, I'll be first in line when you're ready, when you're ready. And I told him, I promised him, yeah, you know, when I'm ready, you would be. And he was there. Yeah. And like that kind of trust mm-hmm. is something really incredible you know and i knew miguel was gonna buy one he told me he was but it was almost like once i i i i shared it and let it go to him i had this really deeply emotional experience it was like it was like this bookend to this really difficult phase of my life that i had gotten through i learned from grew from you know and um and that i mean when you think about favorite things like I, I i couldn't exchange that i'm so grateful even for the worst of those experiences yeah. that if they at all contributed in what li- or they certainly did contribute in a little way to the direction that i had to take to get to that point yeah it's uh super special and the vinyl itself hmm. is is um being uh is uh the the original master what mm-hmm. is being cut in Austin, Texas by a, a genius yeah. out there named John Neese at Austin Signal. And it's mm-hmm. like, to me, the craftsmanship and we talk about the legacy of, of the vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the decision that like I was going to put my priorities first, not what I thought somebody else wanted, mm-hmm. not what I thought the music industry or whatever that means wanted me to do or Spotify wanted me to do or social media wanted me to do. When I just personally called people and said, I, I want to get a vinyl record 
pressed. You know, will you help? Will you pre-order one? Will you, Mm -hmm. do you believe in me? Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, that's some of my favorite uh, memories or, or the favorite aspects of, of the process, you know, um, which it, it kind of runs counter to a lot of experiences I've had in the past where it's like, it feels like you're taking this huge risk in producing them and hoping they sell and hoping people care and hoping people yeah. listen. It's like, it's a lot. Yeah. 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 It's a big, it is a big risk. You're really putting yourself out there yeah. for judgment for all of it. And so there's, although there may be some ego in it, there's also a lot of humility, right. To be able to yeah. be like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And I mean, I I've doing this podcast. I know everyone has something to say. Oh yes. Everyone has an opinion, you know, so let them have it. You know, you're doing this for you, man. And it's bringing joy into the world and bringing music, which is honestly one of the best things that we've done is as a race humanity, right. To, to create this joy and these beats and my constant karaoke, which I'm sure annoys the hell out of my kids and my partner, but you know, that's all your fault. <laughs> I'm just teasing. So um, was there a specific song that you would say that you like really uh, on this album that for you was just, this is the one. Well, I'm, so I'm, we're releasing these walls as yeah. the, as yeah. the lead single. And I think there will be a series of other singles um, that will ultimately culminate in the, in the, album being released next year Mm -hmm. and i I can't say a favorite because they're each you know so different in so many ways that you know they're they're different Mm -hmm. in terms of not just um the kind of genres that i'm tapping into they're different experiences different kind of um concerns emotions you know uh they're all super special different collaborations but these walls as that debut single which Mm -hmm. everybody should check out um (laughs) is uh oh at fugitivemoods.com and you can get a free three song ep there that's not going to be available <laughs> anywhere else anyway okay um these walls i decided i mean it, it it's it it not only was really connecting with listeners who were uh-huh. pre-ordering the album pre-ordering the 12 inch and getting the album and just getting feedback there others that i had ran by it seemed to consistently be a song that was connecting and you know it's it's deeply emotional. It's political. It's, Mm. uh, it's, Mm -hmm. I think it's got a really important message that doesn't pretend to give any answers necessarily. And um, uh, I think just a really, a song that I very much believe in. Mm -hmm. And I felt like was the best way to introduce fugitive moods to the world. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome, man. This is really great. I mean, People can go to fugitivemoods.com to check it out. Uh, any, any, they, they, you want to plug your Instagram real quick? They can follow you on there as well, yeah, right? What, what's your handle? You can find me everywhere at Fugitive Moods. Okay. Um, okay. On Instagram, you know, uh, okay. Facebook, fugitivemoods.com. Yeah. Uh, like I said, there, there really is a free three song EP that includes these walls. So you get a couple extra songs. Um, and you know, you can have an opportunity to, to pre-order the 12 inch if you, if you want to do that, Uh um, in that process. And, um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm, and look out for more. I'll be, I'll be kind of putting, putting a few singles out leading up to the album and, and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully your listeners can, can share their opinions with me and let, let me know what they think of these walls and, uh, okay. All right. Good or bad. I promise I can take it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if it's okay with you, I'll share a snippet of it. Not the whole thing. You're going to have to go to the website to check it out, folks. Yes. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, uh, it's been great, man. I appreciate you coming on. Hold tight. I'm going to hit pause here. But you guys who are listening, thank you so much for uh, for listening. Um, and again, Troy, I mean, Colin, Colin Troy. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on. Hey, thank you.